We read of heroes of the faith in the scriptures. And we have faith in the glorious future God has prepared for those that believe. But what about the present? Faith for Today is a teaching ministry of Faith Baptist Tabernacle in Jamestown, Tennessee with Pastor Josh Grubbs. With today's message, here's Pastor Josh. We don't come today just to deliver the bad news. We come to deliver the best news. And the bad news is that sin separates us from God. But the best news is is that Jesus entered this broken world and he died on a cross and he rose from the grave so that we could have eternal life. That's the best news. There's no one who talked more about hell than the man who made a way so that you don't have to go there. That's love. And listen, today, we don't, we don't ever, nor should we ever, talk of it arrogantly or without a broken heart even to think that there are people in our city, there are people who sit in this service who, unless they put their faith and trust in Jesus Christ, will spend an eternity there. We don't say that arrogantly, boastfully. Sometimes I hear people, if you don't do this, you're going to hell, bless God, praise God. Really? <laughs> praise God that they're going to hell? No, we do it with brokenness, with hearts of compassion that want you to turn from your sin and the penalty of sin and come to faith in Jesus Christ. You see, I love what, what Peter writes in 2 Peter chapter 3 and verse 9. The Lord is not slack concerning his promises, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering to, to us. Word. I love this. Not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. This is why Jesus wept over Jerusalem in their unbelief. We don't present just the bad news. We present the best news. I love what Alistair Begg said about this. Do you realize that Jesus laid down his life right at the very entryway into hell? So as to say to men and women, don't go there. You need not go there. I have gone there so that you don't have to. A man or a woman needs to trample over the body or the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ if they're going to hell. Verse 48 in our text. It's a a direct quote from the very last verse in Isaiah. Isaiah 66, 24. They shall go forth and look upon the carcasses of the men that have transgressed against me, for their worms shall not die, neither shall their fire be quenched, and they shall be an abhorring unto all flesh. So yes, hell is indeed the punishment of sin for those that refuse to accept the gift of salvation offered by the brutal death and the victorious resurrection of Jesus Christ. And we all face the penalty of sin until we turn from sin and we place our faith in Jesus Christ. And once we have done that and we come to be the disciples of Jesus, here's what he's teaching his disciples. Purity then Holiness then continues to be the pursuit of our Christian life, which is why Paul says, I I discipline my body. I bring it into subjection so that I don't become a castaway. Or in 2 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 1, having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and the spirit, perfecting holiness we're never going to get there. That word perfecting doesn't mean that it's, it's flawless. It means that we are maturing, that we are growing in our, our, our holiness, in the fear of God. Do you have a fear of God? Paul said in Philippians 4.8, Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true and honest and just and pure and lovely and 
of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, say it with me, think on these things. Guard your heart and mind. In closing, I want to just touch on verse 49 and 50 because Jesus comes back to instructing the disciples. Look at it again. Everyone shall be salted with fire and every sacrifice shall be salted with salt. What's the image here? This is to evoke the image, imagery of temple sacrifice. They would know exactly what he's talking about where salt would have been added to the burnt sacrifices that were being offered in the temple. And Jesus says, rather than being thrown into eternal fire, disciples are to be salted sacrifices in fire now in the fires of life, in the trials of life. Or as Peter writes in his epistle, think it not strange concerning the fiery trial, fiery trial that is to try you. Or Romans 12, 1 and 2, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies, say it with me, a living sacrifice. That's a great statement. A living sacrifice. Holy, acceptable unto God, And when you do so, you are really doing God a favor. No, which is your reasonable service. It's reasonable for us to lay our lives on the altar. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and imperfect will of God. And I love what Charles Haddon Spurgeon said. He said, suffering is better than sinning. Would you say that? Suffering is better than sinning. Notice this, there is more evil in a drop of sin than in an ocean of affliction. And then he makes this statement at the end, don't miss this, better to burn for Christ than to turn from Christ. You said, that sounds radical. That's what Jesus is calling for. Have salt in yourself, have peace one with another, he closes. Here's what all of chapter 9 is about, stop elevating yourselves. Stop elevating yourselves. Stop the competition. Stop being the cause of temptation. Stop leading others to sin. Take sin seriously. In essence, love radically. Deal with sin severely and sacrifice your life wholly. Say them with me. Love radically. Deal with sin severely and sacrifice your life wholly. And then... I'm done. What is the outcome outcome of that? Matthew chapter 5 and verse number 13. Ye are the salt of the earth, he told them. But if the salt hath lost its savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under the foot of men. Here he is saying, you are, you and I are the salt of the earth. In other words, God has called you and I as his followers to be the spiritual influencers on this planet warning and encouraging people to turn from sin to faith in Jesus. And this is what you might call a radical witness. He's called us not only to radical love and radical uh, purity, but to, uh, to be a radical witness. Here in our text, in Mark, have salt in yourself. Be pure, be unmixed. In Matthew, you are the salt of the earth. There is no other salt. There, there are no other spiritual influences in this world than the true disciples of Christ. And I've said this before, but let me reemphasize it this morning, that a lot of lost people will never pick up a Bible. In fact, you may be the only Bible they ever read. They're watching our lives And that's why Paul said we are an epistle written on the hearts of men. Our story is writing a life. 
Then he changes the metaphors. Not only are you salt of the earth, but you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle or hide it under a bushel, but on a candlestick. And it gives light unto all that are in the house. Let your, say it with me, let your light so shine before men that you may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Listen, the end of all is that God would be glorified. The chief end of man is to glorify God and to make him known. The chief end of man is to glorify God and to make him known. How do we do that? By being salt and light. By showing people, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, perish where? In hell, but have eternal life where? In heaven. That's why we're here. And we're to do it with our lips and we're to do it with our life. And today, as Jesus did, we sound out a warning A warning to those that don't know Jesus as their Savior. A warning to those who may be trusting in works or something other than the shed blood of Jesus Christ on the cross, which is the remission of our sins, covers the remission of our sins. You were listening to Faith for Today, a teaching ministry of Faith Baptist Tabernacle in Jamestown, Tennessee, with Pastor Josh Grubbs. We would love for you to come worship with us on Sundays, Sunday school at 10 a.m., morning worship at 11 a.m., evening worship at 6 p.m. All times are central time. To learn more about Faith Baptist Tabernacle, you can go to faithjamestown.org or call 931-879-9137.